0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and the 5D collective. Today we start with something specific, but I want to move into our story since it's the enlightenment, lovely enlightenment, the human way, and the enlightenment soul age group. It's straightforward. If you believe in evil or devil, you're not in the enlightenment soul age group. You're not in 5D. You don't have to be. There's plenty of other types of educators out there and podcast hosts and content creators and people who talk to you however you want. Okay, so here we have people who take ownership of their mindset and that involves their left and right brain mode and they know that their emotions are actually what they're going to learn how to handle and that our nature is love because of the ventral vagal state. So they don't go around pointing fingers at the system or at anything. We also know those who don't have their childhood trauma in their hands and that are not being supported or are not ready to move out of their dysregulated or modulated embodied experience or however many reasons we can find why unfortunately people are still hell in their body. We are not here as their therapists, and they might not want ever to go to therapy because the movies make their lifestyle look normal. Okay, so on that note, enlightenment the human way is straightforward. It's a person who says to themselves, I'm going to be myself as a human being person. (laughs) And if you don't like it, fuck you. I'm not going to break any laws, and I'm not going to go around spitting on people. I'm not going to go doing, okay? So just real talk here for a second. Just a regular day-old person who's in their heart of hearts, not going to disconnect from their three-year-old. And they're going to stay connected to Purusha Prakriti. But, of course, they're going to go through their own series of insecure, we all were teenagers, okay? So, the other aspect that's very important to note is that the Enlightenment Soul Age Group and Enlightenment the Human Way will only be if a person is going to be their own self. So, self-agency. When you have people who find purpose and meaning of their entire life, because of bonding or certainty, they will not move into the enlightenment soul, because their heart, and that's where their attachment system is involved, and that's in your brain, uh, it has a way that it is inclined to be interested only if, so the amygdala is alerted and evaluates what's important to us or not. And by the way, these are aspects that I've learned from my lovely class, Interpersonal Neurobiology or Interpersonal Neurobiology, by Daniel Siegel on Mindsight Institute. And please do remember food for thought because the empirical data people are always building more. So uh, this isn't any truth. Thoughts are not truths. These are subjective opinions with educational information and they bring people to inspire their enlightenment, if they want, or, you know, again, emotional maturity, grown-up behavior, so take it as you will, and you get to do you, and that's about it, so um, somehow, some people don't seem to understand how to use their mind-sight, that's really what it is, they don't know how to be open, they don't know how to observe, and then be objective, so they think that when they speak out of their mouth, they've spoken a fact, versus no, you've spoken a thought it's your subjective thought it's a subjective experience and if we need facts then we're going to go data we're going to go to uh, colors have codes we need oxygen uh, water food okay uh, let's see we don't have to procreate since there's so many of us at this point but some people will want to Uh, the whole thing about urges or not urges i mean really that's a lot of bs meaning there's plenty of ways that actual good sex therapists have talked about they're not needing to be people in your life so i'm just saying like if we need to do data data is in the absence of story i know a lot of people like story that's why they don't know the difference so story is a story data is a data and data point when it comes to people plenty of biologists that i could share with you they talk about anthropologists so if we want to talk about the human nature I uh, wouldn't be the spirituality guru because they don't explain it to you with the blueprint of your bones and muscles and your brain. Okay, so hopefully I've made that clear. And on that note, enlightenment the human way. So it's a person who doesn't make an excuse for why they're acting shitty. Uh, they also don't point a finger and say, I'm going to fix the world or I'm going to fix me. Or So that's for people who have a unfortunate shame defectiveness button. And they do have only the drive of I'm going to be All that I can be to please appease anyone who's outside of me. That's the bonding and certainty drive. The self-agent won't be driving any of their anythings because we all have these three drivers. Again, Daniel Siegel. And so besides your attachment style or category, he teaches the categories. uh, Besides that one, you're going to have these personal something-something drivers. Personal driver or something. I forget what, how he calls it. But we have all three. However, you're going to have one or more that are dominant and you would notice it. And that's how your character and personality come forth. Okay, so enlightenment the human way is only going to happen if a human being is able to say, you know what? I'm going to be my heart body. I'm going to stay my three-year-old. I'm going to stay myself. Fuck any one of you who doesn't want me to be myself. Not the ones who actually succumb to shame and say, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to come fix you. I'm going to do everything you want me to do. Or, oh, no, I'm the martyr because I know everything since I have Claire's, so I'm going to go be the key to unlock the future for tomorrow. It's all on my shoulders. If I don't do it, nobody's going to do it. Oh, my gosh, we need to get a group together. Oh, okay. Or, I'm superior. I'm the superhero. Let me flaunt my little mantle and shit out of my mouth, little magical wands. Okay, so, you know, FYI, any 5D mystics, we have paid subscription-based model content if you want to do your Claire's the 5D way versus what 4D does. And I'm going to leave that one there. We also do have free episodes that describe some of tarot readings, Akashic Record readings, the fun that it is to be a mystic. So don't worry. You don't have to do any paid subscription-based model content. I love sharing stories about a 5D mystic's enlightenment, soul age groups, functional adult's life, and as we experience our relationships, minus the drama. So we're always tangling. Uh, Some people, they don't believe we don't suffer because they say, but you have emotions. Yes, I have what is called emotion regulation skills i, I learn how to use my body oh excuse me my left and right mode brain because my body obviously walks and talks no it walks but the nervous system is why it's an embodied brain can't be separate so it's all in one go and clairs make it that much more fun and so does it having a relationship with the sphere of consciousness yay so as long as there's no physical threat it's like woo-hoo, all good Okay, so person who notices that their toxic patterns, the compulsive behaviors, have been leading them down an unhealthy, physical, emotional, mental path too. They're they're pretty like, you know what? I'm pretty sure I could talk to myself in a less shitty way right now. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure actually, yep, I actually can be talking to myself in a way less shitty way. Let me think about this. Shall I do? Yes, I will. I will stop talking like shit to myself. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty cool how I am. So yeah, you know what? I'm going to do it. And you begin that. Now, you don't go making statements about, I'm going to be my bridal self and let me go tell every person on the face of this planet to go fuck themselves. No, you just think it. And you don't actually think it, by the way, because you begin to learn how to not be surrounded by people that you actually need to feel like, really? Really? So here's where enlightenment the human way, again, if you have any patterns, and in this recent year and years, past couple years, and or more, let's say in the last five to six years, people have been able to move here. That's why we have a 5D collective. It's amazing. So they're all here, all here and ready to be owners. And so again, when there's any challenge, emotionally speaking, person who's their adult will be like, okay, I have noticed that I actually become stressed out here. I self-soothe there. I do this type of chit chat. And on that note, I'm also afraid of actually not being able to move into any new territory with my emotions, with the relationship, with uh, whatever it is, whatever it is. And I kind of laugh because, you know, it's very interesting to see people who are adults actually not be able to move beyond this whole imposter syndrome I've seen at least 10 successful people in interviews talk about this. I was like, wow, that's fascinating. They go to therapy though, and they they are very smart. They have all this logic. Has none of their therapists told them about how to work their nervous system yet? They literally don't know that it's in the moment that they're in that lower energy that the, you know, you can call it neurofeedback, but the point is, it's when you're in the, oh, people suck, oh, no human being on the face of the planet seems to take care of me. No, no. Okay, so it's in moments like these where I'm like, how don't they know? So it got explained to me by the psychoeducators, but I'm thinking if they have a good therapist, why hasn't the therapist explained to them how it works to grow the resiliency of their nervous system yet, like how to navigate it. And that's one of the main areas we're going to focus on in the IHP Community Masterclass, that's going to start with that one, how to teach you or how, how you can learn to navigate your nervous system so you can learn your body's nervous system like when you're engaging in types of situations. And then from that, you can say, okay, now every time I'm going to do this, I will replace that with this. And so you figure it out that's very straightforward, isn't it? Yep. Some people are like, no, it's not mindset. Everything outside of me needs to change. Otherwise, I... And that's the same. That doesn't move into their enlightenment. So age group, they don't do it the human way. They don't even do 5D for that matter. Because if the external needs to change, then you depend. And that's where bonding is. So your sense of safety for your body, your nervous system, you're not learning to harness it. You're not saying, I can regulate my nervous system and expand my window of tolerance. You're saying, no my window of tolerance is going to stay this way for every single thing that I ever go through, which is why the dead idiots are short sure, because they don't use their mind to be intelligent and wander and say, you know what, I can figure it out. Now here's where the psychoeducation though is what would be helpful. You have a window of tolerance and so your nervous system is used to doing this X, Y, Z, D, F, G. It's pretty mathematical. So if you want to expand like a little rubber band, or a car, whatever it is you want to look at, that basically it's something that doesn't need to break because, see, your nervous system doesn't break. But when your window of tolerance goes overboard, it can become something that equals shutdown. And here's where, in that case, a person you can tell because they will completely be offline. And that's where, again, a good psychoeducator can teach any person who's in their therapy session, and that's why they have to negotiate with them to say, hey, we can get you out of hell from your body. But the ladder is a ladder that's burning. So I do know you don't want to move out of it. But you know what happens when you don't learn to build these emotion regulation skills? You know what happens when you don't actually connect your emotions back online and you're having emotional disconnect because of your childhood trauma and or unresolved trauma and your attachment insecurity? You know what happens if you ignore... That you can move out of this suffering that you're talking to me, this temporal junction with this, I'm going to ruminate over and over this, you know what happens. You're going to be using, one, the dark side of neuroplasticity while you ruminate, but two, you're not going to expand your window of tolerance. So guess where hell stays? Guess where suffering stays? Guess what you're going to live every day of your life in 24 hours? Or it won't be all the time, but you know what? You can avoid these highs and lows that others have said is human suffering and life is gonna be no life doesn't have to be this way. You you don't you have not worked to expand your window of tolerance. Your nervous. you're not doing anything with it. That's why people need the psychoeducation. Because hearing Sadhguru tell you your love is nature or your nature's love isn't gonna tell you why yoga works. Yoga is a portfolio of ventral vagal or vagus, nervous. System exercises. And when you sit in mindfulness and silence, you're working your prefrontal cortex. And this is for my regular listeners who are laughing their asses off right now. Like, okay, Maria, enough with it. But you all know there's new listeners, so it's going to be shared. Get over yourself, my lovely regular listeners. (laughs) I don't ever discount the importance of sharing at least some of it because it's important since people apparently don't know how they function. They don't care about somatics or trauma-informed, and even if they did, uh, no, some of you, I know you do. As we move forward, I know there will be more of those who are already empowered with this information, but you know what I've noticed about people who have this information, but they believe they're special because they have Claire's? Yes, I've noticed that they don't do anything with their window of tolerance. They're martyrs or superior. They change the world. Or they're the self-blame, I'm going to take care of everyone, they're out there fixing people. You know how disrespectful that is, that they think that they're fixing people? And it's disrespectful because we will feel that way the minute that they come around and say, let me tell you about yourself. Uh, Excuse me, (laughs) I'm a differentiated self and I didn't ask you about my thoughts or emotions and right now I'm going to try and be polite and move you out of the way because you obviously don't know who you are. So the minute you're busy telling somebody else who they should be or shouldn't be, you're a codependent type. That's low self-esteem. It's also low emotional intelligence. And it also means you do a lot of indirect communication, first of all, with yourself and then with others. And we don't like projection or transference. We don't like to handle the children of people who get pissing their pants. And as Patrick Tiahan points out, weaponize, quote unquote, their words. They don't weaponize them for us, but they sure as hell get a tone. We don't want to use our time there. So People who enlighten the human way, they notice a thing or two about those who are in a low vibration once they see those who are in the enlightenment soul age group. And since there's plenty of us around, here's where people in the last five to six years got to see us. And it's people walking with the people, not the ones who are closed up in caves or somewhere in the middle of nowhere looking at the stars. Okay, so on that note let me share, as I was trying to spell out, once you realize you can be all that you've decided you wanted to be as a kid, and that if you mature emotionally, and so you're able to balance yourself out, to stand your ground, uh, and not use what are self-coping mechanisms, but to, one, have a mind that moves beyond what you're thinking, and so by recognizing those fears, the insecurities, you move into, okay, I can nurture myself to work through my window of tolerance and that is why it's about self-worth the healthy kind I'm not superior I'm not inferior I don't need to accept anything that I don't feel is just and I won't I will accept what my heart allows me to feel expands me and what expands me tangibly not just in my imagination man so I'm going to take action based on how I feel expanded from within my body and of course, because we're all lovely mammals, we want it to be with others. So the motivation is to be the best version of the self that you will have already known as a kid, whenever, or whenever it is that you became aware, if you had trauma, somebody would be like, okay, this is not me. And, and that's where, as Patrick Tihan points out, it's once you have had enough healing that you're like, oh, wait a minute, I'm totally fucking worthy. I just had a shitty childhood and I can now also be so aware that my family and all these other people that are dysfunctional, they had shitty childhoods too. So I hope they get a good therapist or maybe they are getting a good therapist. So yay, we're all getting healed. And that's how we're going to feel. That's how the enlightenment agent feels. We're all getting healed. Thanks to good mental health professionals out there. And thanks to people normalizing attachment styles so we're not like oh avoid an attachment style get the fuck away from me oh no the anxious one we don't want you oh, oh the fearful avoidant please go away no but we also don't do like yeah treat us like shit, do what you're doing no we'll be like um no 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 so if person is doing work they will be like hey you know what i'm working on my actual attachment style. This is what it is. So when I get emotionally insecure, here's how it works. And I will love to be with you, secure attachment person, because that's what an enlightenment soul agent person is. But I do need you to know that I'll be reactive. Like, hey, it's cool. We can say, fuck you, fuck you, and hug and love it out. That's how we are. We tango. But FYI, insecure attachment person, I won't be uh, not being direct with you. Just so you know, I'm going to directly tell you how I feel. Can you handle it? That's my point. I want to handle it. Okay, so you want to handle... That means you have a substitute for your bad, usual, asshole-ish response. Is that the case, right? Yeah. (laughs) What is it? What's your substitute? I'm I'm going to do it this way. Okay, so this is our rule book. This is how... So we talk about things. When you do relationships, you usually talk about shit. So I've had plenty of people they are like, okay, this is what happens when I get moody. Oh, okay. I'll make sure to note that one down. And when you get snappy, I'll be like, I'm out. And that's how we work things. We like to work things very clearly. So a person who, again, will have moved into realizing I'm worthy, I can manifest anything I want, and I can do it as swiftly as that. It's because of that lovely enlightenment. So they get a hold of their higher self. The wise adult self is your prefrontal cortex. So they have a very mature agenda on how they're going to build their future with people. And that will be actually enriching. Even just the awareness of this is what gives a person the adventures like, wow, I am so ready and so charged because they're able to know how to handle themselves because they will have learned their own ups and downs. Again, they're able to present, okay, so here's again the equation of what we get to work with. And you know what's even more amazing about this? Is that when you get all these types of relationships, uh, you have what is a substantial, um, long-term investment, in people. But they're not just kids; they're like people who actually want to invest their entirety. in... Uh, how can I even explain it? It's just so magical right now, because the five D collective is is is. A bunch of independent people who know how to be their own king, queen of everything. Wands, the emperor, the empress. You know, all of the cards in the tarot. All of the figures in the tarot is where you will find a person who's doing enlightenment the human way. And it's because they don't use the shame button in a way that those who are fixing each other do. Okay? They, they use the, I'm part of society. I don't need to do society So like with a solo, poly, secure person, we're not like ashamed because other people talk about monogamy or they talk about the, you know, fairy tale of romance land. That reminds me, I did an episode, I left you hanging on something. I always do that. (laughs) I forget what it was, but I was like, wait a minute, shoot. Oh, well. So um, they learn to disengage from the institution that is their town and or their people, family, all of it because a person is enlightened to their own mind and the left and right of their brain. So they're able to say, okay, wait a minute, I have inner conflict that I'm going to use, not as conflict, I do growth. I'm going to grow the passion that I am inside of me, and I recognize that it actually does matter who I surround myself with. So I might be worried that I'm not going to be able to change my quote-unquote ways, But with the appropriate amount of effort and with the work and with the right person, I actually instead know I can lead myself to become the version of me that I've always seen myself to be. I won't make a big deal out of whatever compulsive behaviors are there. And so here's where while some people talk about dysfunctional patterns as if it's something so hard to move beyond, the 5D collective knows that that's not the case. It's only as hard as you will make it out to be. But I need to specify. A person who knows of their restorative embodied self, so I know of this self and I can speak this way. A person who doesn't know how a good body feels will not feel as confident because their energy is not as high And that's why mindset is important. And that's why, though, it's the person who chooses if they're going to invest in their self or not. What I've heard from people who don't enlighten the human way, and so they do spiritual bypassing, they're spending time in uh, culty cults and traditional cults and then ethical cults. So the people who spend time getting cheerleaded so the people who do therapy is a whole different group of people. If they're doing it with a good therapist like Patrick Tihan, they're pretty grounded. I've met people that are doing good therapy. They're all emotionally mature. In fact, they are the most mature people I've ever met. They're not analytical. They don't weaponize words. They don't get into their little pissy pants. They're actually just wanting to have a conversation. People who, on the other hand, are ignorant about the good psychoeducation and they think they know stuff, but they don't because the part about human suffering, that's where they always will come forth. It's not mindset. It's the external. You don't know what you're talking about. Life is hard. People, duh, duh, and they have all these stories for why the external is the big bad guy or gal or they and how this is not possible. And so mindset is not and this is the same place where I've seen, even when said guru gets interviewed and other educators that express you can do it, they get the, that feedback, no, you can't. Okay, so here's why, one, reality is subjective. <laughs> this is what people don't like from our ancients about what the lovely new educators are trying to explain. Instead, it is subjective because it'll be based on how your body feels about life. Number one, and your mind translates what your body feels, which is why, as I said, a person with at the very least a I do know how to feel energized in my body, and I take ownership of all that is mine, and I want to. This your emotional body. So building your own emotion regulation skills, number one. Taking your emotions seriously, number one. It's through your mind that you take your emotions seriously, or it's through your mind that you say, "Oh, I'm always gonna suffer. I'm a martyr." Or I'm superior. Oh, I'm going to blame myself. I didn't take care of them right. There's your codependent. There's your unresolved trauma. There's your attachment insecurity. There's your window of tolerance when things go shit up and down, up and down you go. So it's a very specific way your embodied brain will work until you're the person who says I can. And if you say you can't, you won't because you've just decided to condemn yourself to what you're Nervous system and embodied brain's pattern of feeling life is. So, again, people who get most, quote-unquote, I say, quote-unquote, because when somebody's getting upset, they're in their yellow or red. Immediately, a person getting in their charge state, because I say to them, it's easy, is a person who I already know has low emotional intelligence about themselves. Because the minute they're charged is the minute that they've gotten into a state about a topic. Person who's aware is going to say, you know what? You use the word easy because I feel that it's hard for me. That's why I'm charged. It's personal because I actually don't feel it's easy. But there's a difference between a person acknowledging you and I have a different way of sensing life. And I'm so happy that for you life is so easy. I'm really, really happy. I actually look forward to feeling this way about life. I really want it. Can you tell me more? That's an intelligent one who wanders not somebody who's going to project, you know what, I think you're lying. I think you're a bunch of bullshit. You know what, I think you have problems. You know what, I think you're just making shit up. You know what I think? I think you're evil. There's so many different ways that when people see that some of us don't have this thing called human suffering, they will have Oh, we don't need to hear any of it, by the way, because we are not bothered with the fact that they think life is hard. It's their life, not ours. We're like, I don't know what to tell you except for I'm so sorry that you're feeling this way because I'm not going to be happy that you feel life is so hard in your body. I would say that's excruciatingly painful. I'm so, again, sorry. And I hope you find your way to get out of that window of tolerance. But hey, you don't believe in the good mental health stuff or the I don't, I don't even know which way to go anymore. So this is the part of where the people who feel that life is hard, they have a story for you and that's where, yes, it's not going to be anywhere near emotional maturity because they will project their suffering and they are projecting what is an adaptive child is going to say, now I'm going to prove I'm right. Because you just pissed me off. Oh, and I'm also going to vilify everything that came out of your mouth. And I'm going to make a list of how I'm going to prove to you that you need to follow my... So th- it's, it's amazingly interesting. No, we don't use time there. We don't use time there. We are very straightforward on how we figure out. Nope. Okay, so enlightenment, that's the other part. We know who's not fun. And that's because they're literally not going to be fun. We also learn how we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because if life is hard for them already, man, imagine if you say, you know what, I think that you're just making it all. Okay, so not all up that part. No, but I'm going to use me as an example. I remember there was this one time and I was going through some stuff of my own and one of my friends, the way they answered me. I was like, man, that's insensitive. And as I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute. No, it's not insensitive. I'm being a drama queen for no other fucking reason except for I'm just upset right now. So they're, they're not really insensitive. They're just telling me how it is. So I'm being a baby ballet. And I wasn't doing it in like, oh, bad Maria, bad Maria. No, I was being like objective. Like there's nothing that they did wrong. They just told you how it is. And in fact, the same individual actually had another interaction with me. This was in a later date and another another way, which also is like, seriously? It's like, why would you be so critical? And then I was like, well, they're not being critical. They're actually being a person who's sharing something that is valuable. I just didn't like what they said because of X, Y, Z, D, F, G. So I didn't do anything wrong. So when you're able to know subjective experience, anyone, you're able to sit in the land of enlightenment, equanimity. Here it is. I have likes and dislikes. So do you. And oh, we don't always... Talk the same way. (sighs) No shit, Sherlock. So, grown-ups, life ain't hard. It's very straightforward. And that's because our emotional body, though, is ours. So we do know how to build, again, emotion regulation skills. And it is thanks to experiencing our relationships and life, minus the drama. The drama is for the people who don't learn how to navigate their window of tolerance. Now, the ones who are getting support from the lovely mental health professionals, they uh, will let you in on how beautiful it is to be there. And Patrick Tiahan, he's great for people who have had childhood trauma and may want a group, a community that can relate to that. So on that note, other aspects that take place uh, with this Enlightenment the Human Way is we respect different cultures, different ways to feel life. We figure out how that body is really important. So we get to keep practicing expansion of consciousness in our personal relationships because it's all about personal development the IHP content is to help any person to be their self dealing with the unknown uncertainty and unwanted from within while going with the flow whose flow your flow whose heart are you following your heart you bring your thoughts and feelings left right mode together so we keep expanding the content and for my 5d mystics are over so amazing so any of you who are new to mystic land what i'm gonna say about the whole oversoul is you do know if you have a twin flame flames uh, you don't need any twin flame coach to tell you so and in fact if you're 5d you will be very much bothered anytime any of those 4d people want to tell you anything about your own oversoul like your body will literally be like uh get out of my space now and that's because i'm trying to be nice inside your body meaning in your brain you're gonna be like okay this is gonna stop immediately not tomorrow you ain't thinking energy vampire no you're just like okay i'm gonna keep on projecting something very specific which is space dark matter that energy because we're all stars so i'm gonna create space between your galaxy and my galaxy in fact that's what we visualize since we're all stars you're like okay let me visualize the space The farther you are, the better. You try coming back, I'm going to put more dark matter, dark energy between us. That way you can keep on doing your own growth with the other oversouls over there, with their drama. So we're not appreciative of people who try to mesh, And that's where I may. They're not appreciative that we don't want to mesh, But we're not appreciative of them not wanting to expand. And that's why, again, we don't really do anything except for the right silence. Uh, Because luckily for 5D mystics, we don't have to. Do anything because everything works out in specific flowing ways. In fact, here's the other part when you do enlightenment the human way, you don't have huge tower moments. And that is because you're paying attention to your ego and you know that you have one. You're like, okay, I'm going to use my ego the adult way because I don't want to be a little asshole. And I do know that if I'm a little asshole, it means that I have low self esteem. And that means that I feel lesser than somebody. Now, it's normal to have envy, jealousy. These are mammalian heritage emotions, but they're low self-esteem because it means you don't know from your own attachment system and your own defense system, your own human body, you don't know your own worth because you're in a defense mechanism the minute that you're in the whole envy or jealousy. Again, some of the lovely psychoeducators, they present it as if you have to. Ubiquitous suffering, ubiquitous envy, ubiquitous shame. They don't know the enlightenment, soul, age group people, the ones of us who did it the human way, because they don't hear from us. They're going to not hear from us because we don't need to talk to them. They're there for the people who need them to do post-traumatic growth or to do unresolved trauma therapy or to do, again, attachment and security. So this is why every person will choose their journey to move out of the body that is not yet a restorative embodied self. Or move out of the mind that is not yet an integrated brain. Excuse me. The mind is part of the brain. And so integration of the brain is separate than the mind. But essentially your relationships are how you can move out of any of those areas that stay in the younger charged versions. And on that note, I do have plenty of material there. But we won't do it in this episode. So when you see clearly... It's because, you know, you have two sides to yourself. The things you like, the things you don't like. You will have a history with your own household. And so there will be things you will have been pointed out as good and things that they will say are flaws and bad. And you'll be like, huh. And so if you had in any way, shape or form that whole quote unquote self-sabotage, it's not self-sabotage. You just didn't feel that you were up for the task. The people who actually do give up on their self, that's because they give up on trying to figure out their emotional stuff and they just are okay with living with regret so they're like nope i'm always going to be a failure because i know so and really no it's because life sucks and i'm going to make up that one and i'm just going to go watch movies and so there's plenty of ways people don't move into the enlightenment soul age group oh and on another note then there are other ways that those other soul age groups, they learn about themselves and they get to wholeness. Now, oh, that one's really fun. I've been thinking about that one. We'll have to do an episode. So on that note, let me close on out with when you do enlightenment the human way, it's because you're able to know how to be that infinite higher human consciousness potential experience. So you use your left mode of the brain and the right mode, the chit chatter and the Dealing with unknown and uncertainty with, hmm, life happens. I have emotions. They're not good or bad. I'm not good or bad. I mean, yes, of course, I know that there's aspects that I can do to be participating better, but those are subjective. So I'm going to build my one-on-one relationships as they will be built. And as for life, well, let's see. Work family whatever it is that those uh here's safe haven secure base i forgot to mention so i want to have a family no i don't want to have a family i want a career no i don't want a career i want to be a mother no i don't want to be a mother i want to be a father no i don't want to be a father it's very straightforward how you begin to decide shit i mean i do know our frontal executive lobes executive lobes executive lobes executive function decision makers of our physical brain they mature for men and women at different age groups the the biological so your physiological brain has these things called executive decision makers and they will develop for 25 years old for the female genetic body and males they say it's 27 so up till right now in 2023 this is what they found I'm sure they'll find a lot more of other stuff, but that's when you can make long-term decisions. Some of us, we decided even as teenagers, I was a kid, I was like, I want to go to college, Mm, do I want, yeah, okay, no, by the time I was 18, I was like, yeah, I don't want family, I don't want children, that's not changed, people continue to like to chime in on these things, but it's like, no, and I'm solo poly for reasons that I was already loving all people by teenage years, and I even had a discussion, and that's where today I have finally a word that just represents polyamory. So some of us know who we are. And again, as teenagers is actually when you have this pruning process of your brain and you move from your family of origin to looking to your peers if there are any attachment figures because we're all alloparenting. So we're all mammals. Okay, So from your family of origin, those who do dharma, it's because we know of our likes and dislikes and we'll pick people for our attachment figures based on likes and dislikes and then based on basically if I can be myself and that means that all of me and that's it. If you don't like who I am, I can't do anything about it except for say we don't have to be friends actually because we don't need each other in our lives. So there's the secure attachment person right here, secure person. We build basically secure connections because we don't need you emotionally. Or mentally, oh, and we don't need you physically either, actually. Uh, that's because some of us don't need people in any way, shape, or form. We enjoy people. That, that That's, again, enlightenment, the human way. So people who achieve this visibility and they've been kind of living this already, that's where they're like, wait a minute, I see other lovely love buns out there. Hmm, I can be like that love button over there. You know what? I, I like that. <laughs> I think the social shame stuff is really bullshit. So some people, they they see how some people give up their life so that they can bond or be certain, so that they long to attach in a way that creates a neediness, but that neediness doesn't fulfill the type of person they want to be. So here's where enlightenment, the human way, again, is like, wait a minute, I'm giving to this relationship, that relationship, that, and they're not actually making any feeling of wow you're awesome how you are no they actually have me feeling almost like I need to do more it's always more like is there does this ever more stop like what what is the deal with this how can this be possible but I know that person over there they're a secure person they don't make me feel ashamed because I do this they don't make me feel Blame. They don't fault me. They don't do revenge. They—they're they're not doing all of this stuff that I said over here. All of these groups of people with the shame, little social good behavior button people. These are all the other soul age groups, by the way. Yeah, yeah, the other soul age groups. Oh, you should see them all. How they're like, no, but you have to do this. So, long story short, enlightenment. We don't do that. You have to do it anyway, except for the laws stated very clearly what you need to be doing or not. Other than that, your subjective reality. Flat earthers, come on board. I love to hear. Any one of you, if you ever tune in, I'm curious why you're not spending time on helping the environment. That's all. I'm happy you have a focus area. I just want to know why you wouldn't use your very brilliant brains Because see my brain is a dumb, dumb brain. I can't figure out how to help the environment more, but I've heard that you're all like super geniuses. And I'm like, why are you not doing something for our environment? So, you know, we could use your brains instead of you trying, you can do flat earth later. Like, can't you postpone it till you're 80? That way you can do it as you're getting older. So, you know, that, that's all. Um, again, once a person sees a secure person <laughs> who's in the Enlightenment Soul Age group from the human way is like, wait a minute, okay, I'm starting to see that I don't want to attach to you, and I actually don't have fun around you at all. And you're doing a lot of things which, as Patrick Tiahan will point out, they're not really nice because they are hurt people who hurt people don't know they can do work. So it's the other people who have low emotional intelligence, and they even have low self-esteem, they're codependent types in direct communication they manipulate in ways that are indirect communication they don't know about good boundaries at all because they don't even have them with themselves but really what it is is they're passive aggressive and they then do projection and transference and some are martyrs and superiors and think they need to change you so they like insist on changing you others they need to take care of you they're almost babying you to like the death of you and like when it doesn't go a certain way i'm so to blame and and then once they get a little bit of power, they're like, ah, now I'm everything. So then they become, it's like, yeah, that, that part, you know, what gets me It's when they have clairs and they think they can tell who you are because they got clairs. I know everything you did because I have clairs and I know your pattern like a T. So here, let me come tell you, you did this, 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 and this, and I know I'm right. Because that's what the superior people will do with Claire. They're like, I am going to change everything and I actually am going to fight till the death of me. And, you know, it's unfortunate they don't move ever into enlightenment. They don't even ever move into 5D. But you know how much fun they're having right now? So on that note, by the way, we have a 4D collective for a reason. I mean, I thought they wouldn't be here, but I'm finding that they are here. So we're going to have entertainment our own way. And in fact, the episodes are educational, but they're also entertainment. Let's face it, I'm not going to be in... Only educator, I make you laugh every time that you come here. I laugh myself. So, for 4D Collective, they got plenty of room to be in the drama within their relationships. They talk about them, their energy vampires, their dark auras, they cancel them, their devils, their demons. They are coming. Uh, there's this one lady, she actually has a master course on spiritual warfare not on that one, but on let's be light workers alone against the darkness. And I'm like, hmm, you obviously didn't hear from the spirituality guru that darkness is all that remains. I'm going to say you're not an enlightened one, but you are a light worker, like all of us are. Any person is a light worker, except for the ones who are enamored with their own light. They really don't know what they're doing. But then again, it doesn't matter. It's again, kind of like the flat earthers. So they get to go into their culty cults, ethical cults, and their traditional cults, and to sing kumbaya together, and then to talk about. All of the dreams that they have, all of the nightmares, and what's gonna happen with the spiritual warfare that's going on. Enlightenment soul age people, we don't do that. What we do is proactively have our compassion hats on as Zen masters. We are lifting our sleeves. Some of you are entrepreneurs, some of you are homemakers, whatever it is. We're all here together, and we're like, okay. Trauma, it's relational and intimacy is the core and we're going to experience our relationships like the secure person we are. So any conflict, quote unquote, we're going to know how to handle it with what? Love and respect. Hey, I'm not going to shame, blame, fault or revenge you and I won't even spell it out. So when I get you codependent type, I'm like, hmm, you know, um, no, I'm so sorry. I can't do that for you. You know, here, I'm going to apologize for that one over there because I do know you just told me you're right. You're right. I was so insensitive. I'm so sorry. I will do my best to try and meet your demands. But you know what? On another note, I might not be able to. Because I'm not 100% sure, I'd rather allow myself to say no. You know what? We're going to recalibrate completely right now. I'm going to tell you I don't have any time. And I really feel that it's best if we just stay this way. This, This type of friendship is cool. But the other stuff I'm not going to be able to meet because I don't have it. I can't. You can call it whatever you want. I just can't do it. I'm so sorry. That's it. We don't do like, oh my gosh, I should have done it differently. No, no. Enlightenment the human way again. Uh, So, And that usually only happens if people become insistent. Most people don't become insistent because, again, low self-esteem equals indirect communication, which equals passive aggressive behavior, which equals manipulation when they want to get something out of you, which equals, we already know what they're going to be doing because a codependent type will be the martyr or the superior one or the... I'm going to take care of you with a self-blame and in all those cases usually we're not involved in it so they're going to come to us with something and we're going to be able to handle it and we're going to be handling it with love and respect and that's where we are not resolving anybody's trauma but we're not creating more of it because we're not shaming blaming faulting or revenging we're engaging with them with what is called relational integrity so we're direct in our communication and we don't make up bullshit. Which is also why we don't leave anyone hanging we use our wise adult the prefrontal cortex and when they say i don't like you we say well i know i am figuring out that we're incompatible right now i'm so sorry i do like you but i just can't meet your demands and on that note thank you so much for stopping by in the time that you've shared with me so again usually we don't do any of that by the way but The people who are moving into the Enlightenment Soul Ager right now, they're having a blast because they actually put up with so much shit. It's not even funny how much shit they put up. And now that they know, like, wait a minute, I actually have secure attachment. I'm just an emotionally mature fucking human being. And I've been dealing with teenagers and then the ones who need the good therapist because they got childhood trauma all over the place. Oh, my gosh, the world it's such a beautiful place right now because we have all these mental health professionals who are going to help anyone who gets to want to get out of their adoptive child, those who are invested in their long-term relationships. Ah, the Rumi quote, the ones who love with their heart, oh, they're going to get to keep loving because they don't know separation. Oh, the ones who say goodbye, they they're in 40 They love with their eyes, so that they're not going to know any different because they just made up some excuse of why the villain over there, their twin flame or soulmate, or I don't even know if it's catalyst anymore. They don't even know about the word trauma bonding. Apparently, they don't know anything. I don't even know. You know, they know stories. They know the devil. They all have experiences with the demon. Now, again, put to the side the people who have religious belief systems. I speak to those people, and I respectfully have spoken to some of my beautiful loved ones, and I said, I know what you're saying, and I'm not denying your experience. I'm sharing with you my experience personally, and here's where we can all have different experiences. That's what life is. So, I'm not going to lie to you. Why would I lie to you? Lying to you would mean that I would be not telling you the truth. So, if I have a thought, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to filter my thought because you believe in something that I don't believe in. I'm going to be the grown-up who can handle, emotionally speaking, that you will say, I don't believe you. And the same thing goes for grown-ups who, they do believe them. So, we don't actually have any of. Um, in fact, I have never had personally in my lifetime a person that I haven't been able to say, you know what? I totally hear you, but I have a different way of thinking. That's all. I totally know what you're talking about. About you, give me all your lists. I know I can hear you, and that's because secure person doesn't joke when they're saying, "I love and respect you for who you are. I appreciate you, and I don't want to lie." So that's why I'm telling you what I and who I am, and so it's okay if we can't get along. And that's the one reason why people who are now, their own love button three-year-old, can be here, because they saw that. They saw people who were and are still the Compassionate Zen Masters. Remember the tradition story from said guru. This then master, he sees his disciple circling a compulsive thief. Consider the compulsive thief a person who has shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, and torn apart, unresolved trauma, attachment, insecurity. So they have drugs, alcohol, sex, food, whatever it is that they use to deny the emotions because it's too painful. And every time that trauma comes up, they want to shut it back down because they cannot have the feelings because their window of tolerance, they don't even know what the word is. They're just so overwhelmed. So, long story short, these thief, this thief is circled by the disciples. And the Zen master goes up and he says, what are you doing? And they're like, he thieved again. And the Zen master says, you must forgive them. No, no, they thieved when way too many times. They're going to do it again. We want him to be kicked out. The Zen master says, no, you must forgive them. No, if you don't kick them out, we will leave, Zen master. Oh, now they threatened the Zen master. And as a master says, you must forgive them. And I don't know the rest, but what Sadhguru shares with this story is they are obviously no disciples. And in fact, what we have, lo and behold, social good behavior. I'm going to shame, blame, fault, and revenge you. I'm going to go call it whatever I want. And here's your unresolved trauma person with their projection and their transference and their separation consciousness and them weaponizing words. Thank you, Patrick Tiahan. And they're all codependent type people. Low self-esteem, indirect communication, passive-aggressive, thinking they know what's what, like the ones who say, I'm going to cancel you because they don't know the healthy anything. Because whenever an adoptive child is in town, what you have is a harsh, unforgiving human being who doesn't know how to be an emotional grown-up from their brain. In fact, neuroplasticity, it can be used in the opposite way. So when you are with your frontal lobes down and that amygdala is alerted, and anybody who's in a fight-flight and or st- chronic stress, but this is so there's so many different ways trauma-safety behavior takes place. So your brain automatically, when you are in yellow, fight-flight, is going to be with these frontal lobes pressed down, amygdala is on, and your brain is alert, 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 there's danger. So that neuroplasticity, it's going to work your amygdala. Your amygdala overrides your frontal lobes, which makes you not a functional adult. In fact, here's where our adaptive children are, which is why it's going to be a charged state with an inner child, And there's going to be, I'm going to protect and say I'm right and fight till the death of me and da 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 So here's emotional lack of intelligence and lack of regulation and lack of an adult and lack of a person who knows how to handle their window of tolerance, their unresolved trauma and their own mouth. And the movies make it look like it's the human nature of you. Nope, not human nature. It's just a person who doesn't have resolved their own emotion building skill and that's involving their embodied brain. Left and right mode. And they're just talking about it this way because we didn't know any of this stuff until they built enough empirical data. Even the whole psychology community didn't know about the nervous system stuff. And Stephen Porges is still proving it, by the way. So there's plenty who will contest. That's why we have people say, no, no to compassion therapy. It's bullshit. Your emotions, they are just fine the way they are. No, no. The two-year-old of you can become an enlightened one. That's because you can become your own Krishna Lila Shiva and Kali. <laughs> So beautiful. You're a restorative embodied self. Just learn about it. And then if you have a challenge, there's good therapists again. Because it is a real deal. Trauma memory and the nervous system. And when somebody did not have the ability to have safe haven and secure base in their own household. So serious, serious business. But anybody who's on a good journey will not be like, oh, I'm so pissy at the people who had a good life. No, they're going to be like, you know, I'm so happy you did. I'm so happy that I'm healed enough to be able to not even tell my trauma story anymore because I'm I'm able to be who I've always been. I was disconnected from my body because of my emotional body being disconnected because I didn't have a safe environment. That's not on you. It's not even on my parent who had the same thing happen to them or parents. That's what an actual healed person from trauma will be able to speak from their mouth. As they will say, you know what, I don't cancel people just on a whim. Nope if it ever happens, it's because I tried to talk about how I'm feeling. And I tried. And I was not able to get them to understand just how much it impacts me. And unfortunately, I had to call it out. And that's where again, thank you, Patrick Tiahan for existing because he makes a very, very good bunch of pieces of content for anybody who actually wants to hurt people who hurt people, they can get work. And once you're healed enough as he says you won't be doing what we see people doing and they're yelling at each other so enlightenment the human way is because we do know more than enough about how to emotionally grow up become functional adults use our brain and allow integration of the brain to happen and then achieve this restorative embodied self. and people who don't know how to do this we help them by being in Relational integrity, speaking to them with tones of compassion like the Zen master. And forgiveness, as Daniel Siegel says, is not about the past ever changing. It's actually about that. You let it go. You understand those who can love do. Those who can't, they can't because their body doesn't know how to. Their mind is going to make up a story to help them to work with that defectiveness shame. And that's why only once they meet compassionate eyes will they have a felt sense of self that if they want, they have to want to invest in their long-term connections. They have to want to invest in themselves. They have to want to say, you know what? I'm going to say that right now my emotional body and I aren't really friends and I don't want to be treating anybody with a way that doesn't have them and I grow. I'm going to look into this. I'm going to look into my behaviors. I'm not going to be crappy to myself. I'm going to look into self-talk, outer talk, all of it, because I'm a human and I deserve that. That's what happens when you dissolve the shame. Every human deserves it. So zen masters enlightenment soul age group it's awesome the human way tune in for more and in the meantime again treat people with compassion and you can always just use the right silence and move away when you meet the ones who don't know how to handle their nastiness because they didn't learn how to emotionally grow up they don't know about integration of the brain and they don't know about restorative embodied self so they don't know about secure attachment or about how to be a person that has the heart body the value body their physical, their energy, and their mental body in alignment. And so they don't know how to be their Purusha Prakriti yet. So you can you know, tip your hat and say thank you so much for the time. I'm heading out. Peace. And we'll see you who knows when. So I hope you have a wonderful day. If you have any questions, reach out. And remember, I am building still the landing page, but the Inspiring Human Potential Community Masterclass will be online at some point, and I'll speak more about it once it's all finalized.